With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into the 803 Baseball Nerdcast. I am Rob Sanders. I have a co-host. He sits right over there. I can almost touch him, but not quite. No. He is JR. Yeah. Hey, how are you? What is up, my friend? Uh, Doing well today. Doing well. It's a Friday uh, as we record this on what Friday, May 17th at 1041, getting ready for the weekend, or at least we are, and uh, this is like the first weekend in uh, Columbia, South Carolina that it's going to be in the 90s. It's so, gonna be hot, hot, hot. So the summer is are you, here. Are you, a, are you an old school DJ? Did you play that? Did you ever spin that? No. It's hot, hot, hot. No. You're not that old. No. Am I the oldest? I'm, I'm the oldest one on the podcast. You are. I guess. I okay. Know. Yeah. You're old. Yeah, I'm old. You are an old soul, my friend, I'm and that and you know what? I think Get just because yeah, just just because you have kids and you're married, I think that makes uh, people a little older. Maybe <laughs> just because they, I think they have. Um, more of uh, you know a vision of how time flies because I guess when you see your kids grow up it's like I, oh my I, god it's I been six seven years you know I yeah nap. oh I love naps I love naps naps too. on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon Sunday afternoon naps are best like during like golf season you put oh the yeah golf channel on mm-hmm. and like watch golf yep or you can put on a Braves game and mute the Braves game or just have it turned down really low yeah yeah do that. Yeah, those the, those are uh, perfect days, my friend. Mm-hmm. So, lots of things we're going to get into today. In addition to um, what I think is, uh, I think something we talked about in the past, where I judge the seasons in uh, sets of forty. We've we're through our first forty games, so we'll talk about what we've learned and what we haven't learned, and what's surprised us a little bit in the, now that we've got through the first 40 games. Now, I know Flag Day is important for you. Yes. That's like the first day you Yeah, because I think, you know, well, yeah. I, well, actually, I really don't pay attention to the standings and who's in first because, you know, the, you know, these people say, oh, yeah, we're in first place. It's like, so? It's, you know, May 17th. Who cares? Right. Uh, I, I am a, of the understanding right now is what records matter. And if you're 500, then you need to get up to five games over 500. Right. If you're five games over 500, your next thing is to get to 10 games and 15 and, and what have you. And and if you're, if you're a fan of a losing team and you're already 10 games under, or actually, let's put the uh, Marlins in uh, uh, Marlins situated. If you're a Marlins fan, well, you know, God, I'm sorry, God bless you. Um, you are 20 games, 21 games under 500 as of May 17th. You will obviously you want to get to at least 15 games under 500, and then you get to 10 so games are, under 500. Are we 500. calling it for the season for the Marlins? Can I? I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm playing the funeral march. Well, no, I think they 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 were uh, they they were dead in 2019, as of 2018. Yeah, they they were dead in February when pitchers and catchers reported. So you yeah. get the funeral march there for the Florida Marlins. But let's go. We'll jump into this, but um, in a second. But other things we'll get into today. 
Lots of blowouts across yes. Major League Baseball. We'll get into that. Um, the Marcella Ozonia. Uh, Marcelo Zuna. A Marcelo Zuna saga. It's almost like Days of Our Lives. Well, yeah. I mean, that that guy is uh, is something else. But, you know, at least he began hitting a little bit for the Cardinals uh, recently. And, of course, we'll get into, oh, the South Carolina baseball team and their debacle last night. Oh, terrible. Yeah, see, the Gamecocks football team scored a touchdown last night in that game. No, no, uh, it's just so distressing. But we'll start with the season at the quarter, and that's basically what it boils down to. There's 162 games in a season, so I like to look at the season as in four quarters. And if you're, as Jonathan was saying here just a second ago, if you look at the season right now and let's say that you're two games over 500, I, I'm all about consistency. So uh, we'll start with my Atlanta Braves because that's who I follow and I can, I can talk on a more educated level about them in depth as far as their record goes. They're at 23 and 21 right now after 44 games. So they passed the 44 mark. Um, but since they played fo- you know, the extra four games, technically, if we multiply their season out right now, they're looking at about an 80, 80 to 85 win team. If they stay on the, the same current level that they're at right now. So that's kind of how I look at it. And in my opinion, I, I want them to be, uh, as you said, improve mm-hmm. in the next set of 40. I'd like them to improve you know, three or four games and then keep moving up. And then your final set of 40, I call it the double down set. The right. last set, you need to have, um, you need to double up whatever it is you had from your third 40. And then that's what will get you into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But looking across the standings, and we will start with the AL East. Uh, I picked Tampa Bay to win the AL East. And if we were doing the, if we ended the season today, Rob would look like a smart guy. The Rays sit at 26 and 15, but they only have a half game lead on the New York Yankees, who are at 26 and 16. Our first couple of podcasts, we were talking about the Yankees were a gong show. Well, yeah, you know, obviously there, there were injuries involved. You know, you kind of have to have your footing. You know, the the first 40 games. You know, it's kind of like, okay, you know, you deal with, you know, even in the second or third, fourth set of 20 games or 40 games, you're always going to have some challenges. But you know what? The Yankees are the Yankees. Um, they have done very well with that, with, with those challenges. And they've, um, they've, they've bounced back. They're yep. resilient. And and you know what? You sp- you're speaking of resilience. As we stay in the AL East, well, you got the Boston Red Sox. The and Boston they, Red Sox started I, like with a poop show. Right. It's like, oh my God, they have this, I think they start off with like an 11-game road trip uh, out out in the AL West. And, you know, hey, um, you, you, you c- it's tough to be able to be a team and to play into the end of October and say, you know, March 27th, whenever your uh, season starts. Okay, let's go. Everything's fine. We're, we're ready to go. No, I mean, you, you've, you've got some tired guys there and, and, and probably some of a hangover. But you have 
a lot of time to be able to correct yourself. And well, the Red Sox right now, they, you know what, in these next 40 games, uh, they're three games over 500 right now whenever those uh, next set of 40 ends, like probably in July. Uh, I would say the Boston Red Sox are going to be 10-plus games over 500. Uh, I, I think that's a very fair assessment there. And the Red Sox are coming up off the mat um, but if you look at the Tampa Bay Rays, they're they're, they're consistent. Their run differentials at sixty two mm-hmm. plus sixty two. So not only are they winning games, they're blowing people out. It's not even close. And I challenge you, if you're not if I mean if you're not the huge baseball fan, to watch a Tampa Bay Rays game because they've got some players. First of all, that let's be honest. The scavengers that are in New York and Boston will eventually go down to Tampa Bay as their farm club and pull some of these guys up from there to go and, you know, supplement them and their $400 billion payroll. That's what's going to eventually happen. But if you're a fan of the Red Sox or the Yankees, you should be watching the race. Because they are they are a pretty good baseball and team. And they were good last year. They won like uh, 90 They're plus pretty games. Pretty much good every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really think about it, you know, their organization is set up. I mean, they basically pay their, play their games in a shopping mall in front of about 400 people. Well, it but, depends on if the Yankees or the Red Sox are in town, then they. Right, um, but I'm just saying, yeah. as far as their actual fans, they probably have about 400 people there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm exaggerating slightly, but nobody cares about Rays games. But you'd love to have the management that the Rays have because they are consistently in in the running. Last season, the Rays won. As I'm pulling it up right now, they won 90 games mm-hmm. in 2017. I think they took a step back. No, they won 80 games. Yeah, that's the you know. I mean, I mean that's if you win. I mean, it's a losing season, but hey, losing season, but hey, you're almost there. You're uh, not like Baltimore bad or Marlins yeah. bad. 2016 was kind of a, a down year for them, but in uh, 2015 they won 80 games. So whenever you go to a Rays game, there's you know a, a 50-50 shot that you're going to be competitive mm-hmm. and. You look back at the 2013 team, won 92 games. 2012, if we look at that that season, they were uh, they won 90 games there. So I mean, they're almost like the little stepbrother here behind the Yankees and the Red Sox, but they are a competitive baseball team. Just think, if Tampa Bay, the Rays actually had a good ballpark, you would think that you know it can't be in St. Pete. Put, put the Ray, put the put the Rays team in the Braves Stadium. And I'm serious that that they are that good, and they're playing in the AL. And I give a lot of crap to the AL because they don't they have the DH in the AL, and it, to me, it's not really baseball if your pitcher can't go up there and actually hit. But they're playing in the AL East, which is you've got two of the biggest payrolls in baseball in your division, and they're leading the division right now. So shout out to the Tampa Bay Rays. I hope they win the East just so I can laugh at the Yankees and Red Sox fans. Which are, by the way, one of the they're the worst fan bases in baseball because they want their manager fired if they start out one and two, right? Um, and then, the, but then they have like all these great grand visions of, well, you know what? Um, uh, you know, uh, let's see here. Our, our catcher isn't uh, catching, so why don't we just go to St. Louis and we'll just give them a bucket of baseballs and tell them to give us Yadier Molina because that's what we need. 
Mm. And then, you know what, And why don't we go back down to Atlanta and we'll get Brian McCann back and he can back up Molina. Even though our, our, catch, our catcher last year was like a great catcher. Yeah, da 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 that, that's just how Yankees fans Can think. Can you say that Say that again? Da, 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 da. That's how Yankees fans think. They want to go 162-0. If they're 161-1, and they want somebody fired. They, they are a horrible fan base. <laughs> and, of course, they can be because they're spoiled because they have all those world championships. Toronto and Baltimore yeah, are whatever. playing just like we expected. Yeah. Uh, the AL Central, by the way, look for Toronto to go with the youth movement. They've already... Gotten Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and brought him up. I disagree wow. with bringing that, him up early. Yeah, well, you know what? That that guy is so fun to watch. He's fun to watch, but the reality is, if you wait a couple of weeks, you get another year of arbitration out of him. And I think bringing him up is just doesn't make much sense right now. But your your season shot anyway. If you were going to bring him up now, you should probably next him up. season's shot too. I get that, but the reality is, is that you have the opportunity to build around him with an extra year of arbitration control, and they they just kind of pissed that away, bringing him up two, what, three weeks early. That What they should have done was either A, started the season with him at third base from the start, or B, wait until uh, the end of May when they can actually bring him up and they get to keep him for an extra contract year, but who am I to say anything about that? You know what? I think it's important for them to be able to have uh, their fan base passionate about something and put some butts in the seats. And twenty-six. Yeah, but you know what? I if I was a Rays fan or a, a Jays fan, I would want to go see Vladimir Jr. go out there. That's because the only other person on the team that's worth the salt is Justin Smoke. Yeah. So anyway. Minnesota's at 28 and 15. Did not see that coming. No, but that's that, that's an awesome story right there, don't you know? Don't you know? That we, it's cold up here. Uh, 57, plus 57 on the run differential for Minnesota. Yeah, so. and I think they're, uh, what, uh, they're second or they're third behind uh, Tampa because the freaking Astros are the Astros. Well, the Astros are at plus 87, and mm-hmm. they're just slaughtering people. But we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But. Cleveland, I threw 42, 42 games. They're twenty three and nineteen. Uh, they about where I thought they would be. I mean, I thought that I thought they'd win ninety to ninety five games. They're on pace to do that. Um, if they if Cleveland wins ninety games, could you see them missing out yes. on the wild card? Yes, because Tampa Bay is that good. Yeah, and then the Yankees and Boston was are going to be right there, right winning there, the yep. wild cards and the division. Yep. All right, so you've got Minnesota there, Cleveland, but uh, the Chicago White Sox are playing better than I thought, only three games out. I think that's more of an anomaly, though, because their run differentials at minus 29. I do think they have some young players they're trying to build around, and they may be interesting in the years to come, but they are 20-22, and 22, which is just good enough to get some folks to go and buy White Sox, Sox tickets and head down to the south side of town and, uh, and catch some of those games with mm-hmm. the White Sox this summer. Uh Detroit's at 18 and 24, basically what we expected and the Kansas City Royals are at 15 and 29. They are They they are um, almost uh 15 games under 500. Uh they need to start selling some players. Whit Merrifield needs to leave them and go somewhere else. Houston, by the way, is at 29 and 15. They've won eight straight games. They now lead the ALS by eight games over Seattle, eight and a half over the Angels, then the Rangers, and nine and a half over the A's. 
you know, the thing with Houston is that they're just they're just bloody good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the only thing I can say. Uh, I think I picked them to win the World Series at the beginning of the year, and they are uh, definitely playing the part. A and you know what? Seven run differential. You by know, the way. it'll be very interesting too. You know, with Tampa, um, New York, and Boston pretty much fighting each other in that same division. They're all. I think they're all going to make the postseason. And then there's Houston. You know, in a weaker division. You know, uh, just beating up on everybody. And then in October, if they're healthy and they're hot, they got to be hot. Uh, come October, they can win it all. I think they they got to worry about uh, the B word. The Boston Red Sox? No. The the B word is what can hurt Houston. Boredom. Oh, right. Because they're going to get bored playing all these teams in the same division. And the B word could bring them down a little bit. You lose focus a little bit. And once you get into early October and you're facing a ragged Rays team that, let's be honest, nobody really knows all the players on the Rays team. You go out there, you better have your <laughs> Their stuff fans together. don't even know oh, the players God, no on the Rays team. They have no clue. I have no clue. Uh, you know, we should play the game. How many Rays do you know? Yeah, the the only because one that I know is uh, Tommy Longoria. freaking Pham, and he's is it Evan Longoria still with him? No, no, I think he's uh, in uh, San Francisco, Rays. right? I don't even know any Rays. Yeah, but I, I, I have watched them play. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember all the players, but I know they get the job done. Why well, watch Tommy Pham though? Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm a t- I have Tommy Pham fan. Yeah, so I mean, I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. So whenever I watch another team play, I don't know about you, but I think, man, I'd like this guy to be in a Braves uniform. Except for Yankees and Red Sox, because then they're traitors. What? What? No no, Jackie Bradley Jr.? Yeah, I knew you were going to bring that up. I hate that you remember everything. Can, can I have a stupid co-host for a day, please? That would make life a lot easier. Well, it's, it's not like I'm an elephant and I remember everything. I, 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 just, I can remember I just some want, things, but not a dumb other things. Forget about I it. I can just push around a little bit and yeah. go about my merry way. That's not going to happen, though. Okay. Uh, so the rest of the AL West, uh, the LA Angels. By the way, we 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 were talking about the, the, the machine. machine not not being the machine. The machine or, or, I, I said machine. that he's not the machine like. Yeah, he's not machine like. And then that night he goes out and hits two bombs. I was hoping he was giving you the double deuces as he ran around the bases twice. I'll show you, Jay Reed. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, hey, buddy. if the machine wants to be like the machine like again, <laughs> uh, hit over thirty home runs. <laughs> And drive in over 100 I, RBI, I and he, then you will be the machine again. You. I think he heard you, and he's like, and I love Albert. I I love Albert I'm for sure you do. all that he does. I, I I just I was actually watching that game, and I it was a, it was a obviously a late game, and I <laughs> Jr. and I have an interesting way we prep for the show. We'll just text each other stuff randomly. Mm-hmm. And I texted him that. I was like, so the machine's not the machine, huh? Yeah, Two it, dongs in one game, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and there was an expec- expletive and something. Yeah, I, well, I wasn't bringing that. I was try- I'm was. i trying not to curse on the podcast. No, we're, we're, you're was, not I mean, cursing. I think, I, think I, what was it, what did I say? Do you still have it? I think I said two F, Hold on, two effing bombs or something like that. One second, please. I can say effing, right? Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, you, you can say F. Oh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> F, our face. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, and there for a while I'm thinking, like, that's a typo. Well, on, he he no, probably no. meant F your face, no, like, as no. in be hold quiet on, yeah, okay. well, with gotta, this machine stuff. I got to read that to make sure that I'm right. Hold on. That's, mm-hmm. Did I really say that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I'm looking, machine I'm looking hits my... two homers, F our face. And this is this is what's said <laughs> like 1251 early Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, so we did it on Saturday night. 
Yeah, and because we had talked about, okay, maybe he's not the machine anymore. Machine had Sue Homer's FR face. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was like, because then if you listen to the podcast, it's like, especially if you listen on Sunday, you're like, well, those idiots. He had two bombs last night, morons. Yeah. yeah. Because there's going to be I'm a moron because he's not the machine anymore and he hasn't <laughs> hit 30 home runs, which. And uh, over a hundred RBI, which I would love to see the machine do. Well, okay. I, I I just thought it was just funny. Yeah. So the Angels, by the way, three games under five hundred. They'll they'll finish probably fifteen games under five hundred. Same thing for the A's and the uh, Rangers. Do they play baseball in Texas? Yeah, well, and I think Oakland is. Uh, I think Oakland's going to be better than five games under five hundred. In the next 40, or probably the next 80, I would expect them to at least finish like five games over 500. So, since they're banning abortions in Texas, are they going to get rid of the Rangers? Yeah. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, my. <laughs> Should I edit that out? No. No, keep it there. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all good. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie. If only Alabama had a uh, baseball team <laughs> or a major league baseball team, Alabama, then that would probably fit. Alabama sucks so bad. <laughs> So anyway, moving uh, on to the uh, NL East. To the NL East, you've got the and Atlanta I'm inappropriate. Braves. Yeah, well, uh, well, the I, NL yeah. East, man. I'll say this: the Phillies are uh, are having a tough time. But you know what? Every team is going to have some tough moments. <laughs> you know, you just got to deal with it. Uh, they are what uh, five games over five hundred. Yeah, uh, they've lost three in a row. Um, you know, and then of course the Atlanta Braves. You know, the two games over doing 500. The, doing the best they can, two games over 500. By the way, since um, my name is on the marquee, I get to play this, and it kind of makes me happy. The Braves brought up Austin Riley last, uh, this week. I don't agree with bringing him up because, once again, you lose that year of arbitration. But his second at bat in the major leagues, man, this is what he does. Austin Riley into deep left center field. Picks up. Right where he left off in the minor leagues, his first hit in the big leagues, a home run in his major league debut. That um, was, of course, Austin Riley for the Atlanta Braves. Fox Sports Midwest on the call. Yeah, uh, Dan McLaughlin, who's Dan uh, McLaughlin. who's who's really good at his gig. We stopped some card last this call. week. That's what we did. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's what we did. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but the Mets, two games under five hundred. You've got the the Nationals not Mets. doing well, and and for and for some people that said, oh, the AL East is good, or the NL East is just going to be the just one of the best divisions in baseball. Excuse me, you cannot be one of the best divisions in baseball when you have the Miami Marlins to beat up on. That that doesn't make you the best team or the best division in baseball, especially right now when you're uh, let's see here three. Three teams are under 500. Granted, it's the first 40 
Mark, there's I plenty of time for them to, uh, you know. Stop mocking my division until after flag day. Okay, cool. Well, then I can talk about good stuff about the NL Central then. Uh, so the Cubs are the 25 Cubs. and 16, and I, I ran my mouth about the Cubs. And uh, at the 40-game mark, they're, uh, they're on pace to win, what, mm, 100 games? Yeah. And the Brewers, wow. Ugh. Yeah, look at the Brewers go. The Cardinals, it, it's interesting to me, I think, when, uh, I think even was a couple of weeks ago, you know, the Cardinals at one point were 11 games over 500. They had the best record in all of baseball, and then they just pooped the bed. They, they came uh, to Atlanta. No, well, they, <laughs> they went to Chicago, got swept in Chicago, yep. then went home, and I believe they they uh, played the Phillies, Yep, um, lost Two out of three to the Phillies, then lost three out of four to the Pirates, then they go to Atlanta and lose uh, two out of three. So not exactly uh, a winning there, Mr. Schulte. Not very, very good. The Washington Nationals are at 18 and 25. The Miami Marlins at 10 and 31. Will the Miami Marlins win 50 games this year? No. You don't think so? No, I th- I think at this rate... You think they're going to lose because at that rate, that puts them losing 112 games. You think they're going to lose more than 112 games? I don't. Uh, you know, I, I concentrate on wins because I'm a positive guy. Uh, I don't think they <laughs> will. I think they'll be lucky if they win 45 games. I love how you just painted me out as the negative guy. No, on the I'm show. just. I'm That's just so sweet. Bless your heart. <laughs> you know, dear Jesus. No, really. Uh, they'll be lucky if they win. Uh, Forty-five games. Yeah, I'm just gonna be not, not, you know, naughty negative guy over here. No, Who's no, I, I, I didn't call you out. I was being negative. I'll, I'll be positive. That's positive. That's positive. I, I think awesome. of wins. That's Charlie Sheen positive right yep. there. Uh, Cincinnati is at twenty and twenty-four. I still think the Reds are better than twenty and well, twenty-four. Well, here's a crazy thing too. They're four games under five hundred as of now, and they plus thirty-one. On run differential. Explain run differential to people that listen to the podcast that don't really understand what that means. Okay, so say you win a game, yeah. one nothing, yeah. then you're plus one. Plus if one. you uh, it's, it's if you score runs, seven yeah. game or seven runs more than your opposition in one game, right? Well, then now you're eight games uh, or eight, you're eight, eight runs d- differential. Better. Yep. Yeah. So, so what that says is is that you're you're winning games and you're winning them by how many runs? Yes. Like, and then you can look at a team that like Pittsburgh, who's at twenty one and twenty, but their run differential is at forty eight, wow. which means that they are winning a lot of close games, mm-hmm. but they're also getting blown the heck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, then you've got the Dodgers, uh, fifty eight games or fifty eight run I, I differential. Don't like the Los Angeles Dodgers. So you just 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 spew whatever you need. To they're spew there. they're thirteen games over five hundred. They probably have the MVP Cody Bellinger uh, playing for them. Uh, you've got the Arizona. By the Arizona way, Arizona is in a rebuild. But Arizona so far was playing pretty good until the Atlanta Braves came to town, took three or four from them. Just saying. Well. Right, right now their record is uh, four games o- over five hundred plus twenty five um, run differential though. So mm-hmm. I mean they're not you know San Diego is uh, two game or two games over five hundred, but they right. have a fifteen minus fifteen run differential. You've got Colorado under five hundred by two games, and then you've got the the Giants. Um, 18 and 24 so in Bumgarner. Bruce Bochy's last year. And it'll be very interesting to see where uh, Mr. Uh, Bumgardner goes. Well, he, he put in his trade clause 
that there were certain teams that he didn't want to go to. Mm-hmm. But if you follow along, one of the teams that was listed was the Atlanta Braves, even though he's a lifetime Atlanta Braves fan, lives near Atlanta, and has said recently that he wants to go back to Atlanta. But he's using that as a contract piece because he can say, all right, you know, I want this if I go to said spot so he can get more money. Would not surprise me to see him in a Braves uniform at some point. At some point. Or even a Cubs uniform, a Cardinals Cubs uniform. uniform. If the Braves want to take on that money, we'll see about that. And, and, and what they want to give up to the Giants. I think that's also the important well, part, and too. And if I'm the Giants, I'm going to take everything I can get, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, your, your seasons of the gong show, I mean, you're Mean Gene the Dancing Machine from the gong show right now after the gong show was canceled. Right. That's where your season is, so... Um, our younger listeners aren't going to have any idea what that means, but basically Mean Gene the Dancing I mean, Machine was the guy on the gong show that danced around and looked really, really cool. Right. After the gong show went off the air, he had both of his legs amputated and couldn't dance anymore. So that's kind of where their season is. By the way, uh, something I wanted to throw at you really quick here. There were two big contracts handed out in the wintertime that made me go, huh? One of them was to Bryce Harper. Now, Bryce Harper is like a 13, what was it, 13 years, $300 million? Is that what it was? Something like that. Here's what you get for that. 154 at-bats, 26 runs, 34 hits, 7 homers, 25 RBIs, and a two twenty one batting average. Could not happen. No, wait, wait, wait a minute. Nicer guy. Also his OPS, too. OPS is at 794. Mm. What are you about? Yeah. He's not doing he is well. Average. Yeah. Average. Well, also, absolutely average. You, you also have to keep in mind too. It's uh, what the quarter quarter of the season. I'm with you on that. You have to be able because these you know men these players aren't really machines. They're actually players, and they that they want to do well for their team, especially with a big fat contract. So give it time. You know, hey, look, he's he's not he's he's not doing well now. I will admit that, but let's see what happens, you know, third quarter of the season. Manny Machado is at uh he's hitting two sixty seven with an O with a point eight one five OPS. He does have twenty three RBIs and nine homers, but it seems like when you pay these guys off, they don't really play well. And I know that sounds kind of crazy. Uh, Josh Donaldson for the Braves. Um, he's in. He's got the big, sweet one-year deal for him. His batting average is at two fifty-four. He's got six homers. His OPS is at uh, .841. But I, I just, I'm in the camp now where I look at teams and I, I want to look at their younger players because you, I think you go to the World Series with younger players in there. The early part, and you supplement them with some veterans, but it's just it's frustrating if you're a Phillies fan and you're paying this guy more than what the owner originally paid for the franchise, and he he's not hitting his like two sixty yet. I mean, it's just ridiculous, absolutely right. ridiculous. So, a couple of interesting things there. Now, you were talking you were talking before we went on the air about blowouts. We got a lot of blowouts going on. Yeah, you know what? We, majors, right? we we talk about a lot of these run differentials and you know, say um, you know, a, a team that's the Cincinnati Reds, 
you have a losing record, but man, you're blowing teams out. And like last night, you know, I was looking at the scores. Yeah, I'll mention it. 10-2, Braves over cards yesterday. It's not, it's not great. You had Milwaukee over Phillies, 11-3. Wow. And then I saw Oakland, 17, Detroit, 3. You know, so is pitching going going to hell or what? Texas sixteen, Kansas City one. I mean, the Chiefs got half a safety in that game. It seems like, but yeah, you're you're seeing a lot of you know what, and I I don't know what it is exactly. You know, obviously it's pitching, and you know, um, I can't describe what the problem is for right right now, but I'm noticing a lot more blowouts. It is. It is. Does seem to be that way. Um, I think a lot of it could come down to, especially at this point in the year, uh, you'll see a lot of, especially late in games, where your middle relief may not be that good. I think that's generally the weakest part of the pitching staff is middle relief. But I think a lot of these guys are. Let's say that your guy goes out, and this kind of happened to the Braves the other night. Uh, Soraka goes out and throws seven shutout innings, and I think he was at like 84 pitches or something like that. I mean, it was just not very not very good, you know what I'm saying? Not very bad. I don't think they wanted to wear him out. Where He could have went out there and threw the eighth inning. And, one, and, I, and, and I'll give Michael Waka, you know, um, following along with Michael Waka and the St. Louis Cardinals a little too closely, but but I'll give you this example. Michael Waka was 3-0. and uh, in go, going into the series against the Braves, and the guy had like a f- over five ERA. Um, he pitches against, I guess it was Pittsburgh. Uh, the Cardinals. Speaking of blowouts, the Cardinals beat the Pirates like seventeen to three, some ridiculous uh, amount of runs. And Michael Walker could not get past the sixth, the sixth inning. Right, and it's like you have a blowout, Michael. What what is wrong with you? And you know, and I I think a lot of these teams that have a lot of this probably this young pitching they can't figure it out. And I'm not saying Michael Walker is you, you know as young by any stretch because he's been in the league since you know 2013. But the, you know, it it's got to be the starting pitching. It's got to be in the middle. Uh, right. Well, no, I, I think I think middle relief sucks, and I think these. That they don't want to wear these guys out in April and May. If I, if, if I can get a guy like Soraka to go out and throw six innings or seven innings of shutout ball, and I don't care if he's only throwing 80 pitches and he can go out there, and he was tuning the Cardinals up the other night. They couldn't hit him. Yeah, Could not hit him. And it's like, why bring in the Braves bullpen, which is garbage. Oh, and plus, like the Cardinals, too. It's the <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde because they'll, they'll, they'll score like, 10, 15 runs in right. one game, and then they'll, you know, then don't score the, any runs the next game. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. You I know, mean, so it's, it's a go. mess. It's a mess with that front. But, all right, and so talk to us about Marcelo Uzuna. So, you know, it's very interesting. Marcelo Uzuna fired Scott Boris, 
And you know what, Scott Boris, you know, we all know who he is. He's the type of guy who... He's the, movie, he's the one that made Jerry Maguire about. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he's the type of guy whose clients, they rarely resign with, with their team. Um, like Mike Moustakas, uh, Cody Bellinger, you've got uh, Altuve, you've got Martin Maldonado. Obviously, Altuve <laughs> got a, a big payday uh, recently. But, you know, it's interesting where people... Where Scott Boris, you would want to be his client with a business that's changing, you know, in some ways, he's kind of being left behind because Dallas Keuchel, he is still not signed, you know? And the thing with Marcelo Zuna, he signed with uh, MDR Sports Management. That's an agency that has a clear focus on Latin American players. Uh, one of their key clients, Yadier Molina. So it'll be very interesting to see where Marcel Ozuna goes. Uh, but, you know, it, what's really going to be interesting is that what kind of business is Scott Boris going to have, say, three years down the road? I'm not saying that his career as an, a super sports agent is over, but, you know, what's going to happen? And well, then also... Maybe, maybe guys aren't liking what he's doing. Right. You know? And he's also got Jackie Bradley. Yeah, well... I, so, and then, you know, I mean, is, is he going to take... Uh, you know, the uh, Braves to the cleaners to get Jackie Bradley Jr. after this game or after this season. Well, let, let's think about this, too. Scott Boris is 66 years old. How much longer do you think he wants to do this? Okay, well, you know what? Maybe he's like one of those types of people that wants to work until he dies, and then if he stops working, he dies younger. I mean, granted, I'm not saying 66 is young, but huh. when when you keep a certain... Uh, aspect of lifestyle and your go, 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 and then when you stop going, you know, part of you kind of lazier and, you know. Um, okay. I, it's, I just... it's like the guy who retires at, like, say, 70, you know? Yeah. And he always goes, and then you always hear about those types of guys who just retire and does nothing, and then they die, like, a year or two later. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's morbid. That's that's the point that I was trying to make that that I finally was <laughs> so able to make. Morbid. So thank anyway. you for your patience in hearing that. <laughs> um, you know, we a couple more things before we get out of here today. The Orioles may like be in trouble. I've talked about contracting the Marlins, but the Orioles something serious may happen with them. Yeah, you know what? The uh, Ken Rosenthal had in the Athletic the Orioles and their financial problems, and and, and I'll quote uh, Ken Rosenthal in the article. First things first, out of respect to a city that lost the NFL Colts in the 84, uh, they replaced them with the Marlins. That city still kind of hurt about how the Colts left. Uh, obviously, moving trucks in the middle of the night, you, you kind of not miss out on those things. The Orioles are not likely to leave Baltimore, but the Orioles and the Maryland Stadium Authority, they're in preliminary negotiations to secure a new lease for the team before the current agreement expires at the end of 2021. Oh, right. guess what's going to happen around then? Uh, strike. Strike, strike, strike. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so you've got the question of whether the Orioles can succeed in Baltimore. You've got the declining attendance, 30K in 2014, to 15K uh, this season. You know, you've got that ongoing dispute with the Nationals, the Nationals over TV rights, the rebuilding plan that's going to take years to complete. You know, they're bad now, but their farm system ranks 22nd 
out of 30, according to Baseball America. Wow. Ouch. And then you have the civil unrest, too. Uh, there's a lot of people that live around Baltimore, you know, ever since the Freddie Gray, Freddie Gray situation. And then I think also The Wire right. also has yeah. to do so, something with that, too. Well, when you think about Baltimore, you think they're like the armpit of the earth. Well, hey, I think of crab, you know, crabs, uh, the Inner Harbor. Crabs? Uh, okay, just just be quiet. I think of Camden Yards. I, I think of the beautiful part of Baltimore. See? Look at me, Mr. Positive. Always focused on wins and, and, and never losses. But no, I, I, I think Baltimore if, is a beautiful if you, if city. If you go to Baltimore, you'll end up like one of the guys on the wire, dead. Yeah, okay, great. Or, or, or dealing. Or, or dealing. dealing. Uh, you know, hey, look, don't, don't underestimate me, buddy. Dealing crabs. So, yeah, right. So, so the thing is, is that you know you you've got the Orioles ha- having this problems, um, oh, man. Uh, and, and maybe this is just a ploy for Ken Rosenthal to to try to get the the focus on out there that um, you know the Orioles and the Maryland uh, Stadium Authority to tr- tr- try to cut this deal out soon because you know who knows if there's going to be a, a baseball season in 2022. And I think um, that I think that I think that Diddy should buy the Orioles. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Diddy right. should buy the Orioles. Yeah. He was going to try to buy the Panthers in football. Why why not buy the Orioles in baseball? So, yeah, so that that <laughs> that'll be very interesting. Just wanted to bring that in your ear. And also, um Rob, who I who I have a ton of respect for. Uh-oh. And, and who's not really as negative as uh, portrayed or as thought of in this podcast. <laughs> well, negative. so the Cardinals beat the uh, Braves Tuesday. And yeah. I, and I you know what and, and I'll be honest with it uh, you didn't with you watch, you were um, watching hockey I watched some of it you but watched I didn't, hockey I didn't, don't lie. I, I didn't make a big deal of it but uh, the Cardinals you know won the game and Rob Sanders hardly said anything to me on Wednesday and this is the guy who uh, <laughs> gives, gave the silent treatment to me. In 2011, when the Cardinals took the the last uh, playoff spot, that was the Braves. Rob Sanders said nothing to me until like November in 2011. Well, that's because you guys paid the umps and you cheated. The infield fly rule, my ass. No, this was this was the year that the Cardinals won the World Series. I don't remember. I, I'm so okay. upset with you about the infield fly rule. I'm, I, if you were here, if I could have seen your face, I would have punched it. So if you're a friend of Rob Sanders <laughs> and you uh, and you cheer for different laundry than he cheers for, uh, just expect the uh, silent tri- treatment when your team uh, beats his team. But you know what? He talks to me today because the Cardinals uh, lost I two out of three to, you to the all Braves. The time. Will you stop? With and that there nonsense. you go. Stop so with that. Nonsense. Just wanted to put that out there. Oh, by the way. Um, the other thing, too, uh, someone tweeted out the Cubs and the Cardinals have agreed to play in London next summer. Uh, that'll be, I think that'll be good. Uh, Yankees and Red Sox play the inaugural ser- series in uh, Europe next month. Ugh. Uh, you know, those rivalries going overseas. I'm tired of seeing games in Japan and everywhere. It's called America's Pastime. Play no, it you, here. Well, you, Get you off gotta, my lawn. Yeah, you got to expand the brand, buddy. Uh, games to watch this weekend. We talked about the Rays and the Yankees. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Rays at the Yankees this weekend. Uh, they have very similar um, schedules or similar um, records. Uh, that'll be fun to watch. Next Braves week, Braves in Milwaukee. 
That's you, an interesting next series. week, you've got yeah, Phillies at the Cubs. You've got the Dyers at the Rays. Uh, so that's what's happening next week. Well, and, we have to talk uh, about college baseball before we get out of here. There you go. Uh, yeah, and it's funny because uh, how many college baseball games you go to this year? None. Yeah, it's it's Rams with which, zero. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, which which I definitely wanted to go to, but <laughs> well, you know, may, the there's always next Gamecocks year. Gamecocks are seven and twenty-one now in SEC play. They lost last night to Mississippi State on the road, twenty-four to seven. Twenty-four to seven. So all the Gamecock fans listening right now, if the Gamecocks were it's to beat the guy big, who loves to wear orange, he he would give you the silent treatment. So no, it's uh, not bad. It's just I'm frustrated with. We don't have any. Uh, we don't have any good baseball teams in state. So Clemson did win last night over Wake Forest. They continue their series tonight, but South Carolina looks like they're giving up. And the reality is, is that they're tied for DFL in the uh, in the SEC right now. You got DFL, DFL. And you know what? I know what DTF stood for. DFL uh, is uh, dead freaking last. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So they're tied for DFL in the SEC standings, and you have to finish in 12th or better to get into the SEC tournament. Uh, They're currently in 14th, and if they don't do uh, better than uh, uh, excuse me Alabama this weekend, then they are going to their season will end tomorrow when they play Mississippi State at 12:30. We could have the end of Gamecock baseball season before. The 20th of May. This is a team that won two College World Series in 2010, 2011. And and, and, and when you think of uh, South Carolina Gamecocks, you you know and well, I mean, let's, the, let's the winning, honest, you the, you, the you, you think about them. women's basketball and you think of and the, think the men's baseball team because you don't think about football because they're not a football school. No. Uh, they want to be a football school, mm-hmm. but they don't. Well, they're, everybody wants to be a football school, and and, and everybody true. loves going no, to football games. True. I cannot let you spew spew things that are not true on this show. North Carolina and Duke have no desire to be a football school. They right. don't. North no, Carolina I had, would agree with North that. Carolina had 1,500 people at their spring game for football. Okay, Clemson had that many people in the parking lot still grilling while the spring game was in in the stadium with 70,000 people at the spring game. So there are certain schools that want to be basketball schools, and that's what Duke and North Carolina are doing. But getting back to the Gamecocks, I don't know what's going on with them, but they need to uh, figure something out because I don't. this is going to be the worst team in SEC history for the Gamecocks. They are guaranteed to have their worst SEC record ever. And ever is a big, big word. And they're not going to make it to even Hoover to have a chance to try to have some magic there. And Or, or hey, look, look at it the positive way. What? Sunshine Lollipops over here. At least they won't be embarrassed. As they go to Hoover? As, as they go to Hoover. That's that, but see, you're you're actually being negative because you're saying they're not good well, enough to no, get they're, to Hoover. No, they're, they're, they're not going to be embarrassed there. Oh, goodness. Well, you do have that. And Clemson, by the way, still projected as a team that will make the NCAA tournament. I hate to break it to Tigers fans, but I don't see them winning anything. They'll, they'll get there. They'll probably get swept right out of the double elimination regional, wherever they get sent. They, they'll probably get sent to, like, Stanford. That's generally what happens. When you have a team from the South that's weak, they send them out to a regional out in the West where the two Pac-12 teams are, 
with Stanford and UCLA and Oregon State. Wouldn't surprise me if they ship Clemson across the country and Clemson gets throttled as soon as they get out there. But the ACC tournament is next week. The Tigers will be in that. Currently, I think they're projected as like the the 10 seed, and it's like a round-robin format. Do you know how the ACC tournament works? Yes. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a disaster. So pool play, and then the winners from pool play advance, et cetera, et cetera. So, but looking forward to college baseball next week. I will be watching tons and tons of games on my uh, ESPN app. As uh, I like to watch the Southern Conference games. I like to watch the Citadel and teams like that, which, you know, I'm, I'm such a geek. But college baseball this week. Uh, South Carolina, the funeral march has been played for them. They are done. Clemson, we, we may be tuning up the band if they don't keep winning games over Wake Forest. JR, do you have anything else to add to this uh, week's You show? know what? Steven Strasburg has a war report of uh, 1.9. I don't care. So well, well, I just wanted to end off on Steven Strasburg. Steven Strasburg, uh, three and three with a three sixty three R. Why do you torment me? Why? Why? What? What have I done? What have I done to you? So there you go. I mean, I I did make a joke earlier that um, maybe I should edit out, but I screw it. All right, with that, the show's a wrap. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus